During the gold rush days in North America, about a dozen prospectors were panning for gold in a stream on a mountainside in the state of Montana. As they were panning, all of a sudden, one of them cried out with joy that he had struck gold, held up a large rock, and sure enough, as his friends gathered around him, they saw the little slivers of gold through this large rock, and it wasn't long before they discovered that the mountainside that they were panning in was filled with gold. What would they do? They looked down the hillside and in the distance they saw a small village. And so they decided that they would go to the village. They would go to some of the hardware stores. They would purchase supplies, pickaxes, shovels and pans and so on and so forth. Tents and food and lanterns. But the leader of the group exhorted his friends, whenever we go for fresh supplies so we can pan for and dig out this gold, he says, nobody speak a word, not a word about gold, where we're digging, where we're panning, not a word. Don't even talk about gold. Don't mention gold. Don't say anything. Of course, they wanted all of the gold for themselves. So they made an agreement together. They entered into a pact that nobody, whenever they went to the village for supplies, would mention anything about the gold. And so off they went. They got their supplies they were making their way back up the mountainside whenever one of them looked over his shoulder and saw dozens of villagers hot on their heels with their spades and with their pickaxe handles. The leader of the group of prospectors got very irate with his friends and questioned them and asked, which one of you spoke? Who spoke about the gold? Who blew the whistle? Who let the cat out of the bag? And of course, nobody would own up. And whenever the villagers at last caught up with them, the leader turned around and says, which one of my men spoke to you about the gold? He was furious. And then the villagers simply said to him, nobody said anything. We could tell by your faces that you had found something. We could tell by your faces that you had found something of worth, that you'd struck gold. Their simple faces, their countenances spoke of what? they had found that it caused intrigue and suspicion, of course, amongst the villagers. And dear friends, as we think today about ourselves, those of us that profess faith in Jesus Christ, I wonder, does a watching world looking on, look at our countenance, look at our face and testify they have found something? Without even having to speak a word, does the world notice something different about us? That we have discovered treasure hidden in a field, that we have discovered a pearl of great price, that we have got something that we're excited about, that we can barely contain the joy that's within our hearts. Back there in the book of Exodus, in chapter number 34, we read about Moses. He's been on the mountainside in communion with the Lord. And the Bible says in Exodus 34, verse 29, And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with two tables of testimony, in Moses' hands, when he came down from the mount, that Moses wist not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with him. And it wasn't long before people began talking about Moses. There was something different about him. He'd been in the mountainside. He had entered into communion with God and his very face testified of it. The Bible says concerning the Acts of the Apostles that the world looking on took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus. Dear friends, does the world look at us, take knowledge of us that there's something different about us? 
There's a joy, there's a radiance, there's a gladness there. Does salvation testify to the world even upon our faces? Dear friends, the Christian, the child of God in finding Christ has found gold. And in Christ finding us, there ought to be a joy within our hearts. Let's think about what we have in Christ. The Bible speaks about the unsearchable riches of Christ. We are richer than millionaires whenever we've got Christ. He's like treasure. He's a pearl of great price. Unto you, therefore, that believe he is precious. And as we enter into the world in this incoming week, may people look at us and see something different about us. May the joy in our hearts be so real and so evident that we couldn't even hide it if we tried. The Bible says that the Christian is like a light set on a candlestick. A city that's set on a hill cannot be hid. May God give us the joy of the Lord within our hearts and may the Lord bless you in this incoming week. See you soon, friends. Thanks for joining us.